Hello, brave souls. Tonight's story is called The Portal. I've lived in my current house for over a decade and never spent too much time down there. Like most people, I have a sense of unease while in a creepy old basement. The only real reason to go down there is to do laundry and maybe flip the breakers if the lights go out. The only reason I even found what I did is because I had to take apart my washing machine to get out a sock that had gotten lodged in the drum. As I was putting the washer back together, I noticed a sort of shimmer from the far corner of the basement. I put down my screwdriver and went over to investigate. I thought originally that it was a trick of the light, but this wouldn't make any sense because the walls were made out of stone, which wouldn't reflect the light like that. I pulled out my cell phone and turned on the flashlight to get some more light. Even with the light pointed directly at whatever it was, it had a light green shimmer. I decided I wasn't going to try and touch whatever this was, so I grabbed an old ruler we were using for stirring paint and tried to push it against the shimmer. It ended up going right through it. It kind of gave the feeling of sticking the ruler into water. I pulled the ruler out and inspected it. It didn't seem to be any worse for wear, so I tried it one more time. I tried putting it into a different portion of the shimmer and got the same sensation as the first time. I didn't really know what I was dealing with here, but I still didn't want to stick any part of myself in this damn thing until I got a visual of what was on the other side. So I went and grabbed some tape from upstairs and taped my phone to the ruler I had used. I was going to hit record and then stick my phone into what I was assuming at this point to be some sort of portal. I hit record and stuck the phone into the portal. I held it there for about a minute, slowly turning it around to see whatever was on the other side. I pulled the phone out of the portal and reviewed the footage. From what I could tell, it just looked like I had stuck the phone into a mirror of my own basement. The only difference was that there was no lights on it and it looked like no one had been down there for quite a while. The video ends without anything crazy happening. The hell is this damn thing? As much as I wanted to just go right in, I think it'd be smarter to grab some things before I decide to do that. I'll get a three-day bag ready just in case and try to get some sleep before I try to go through this portal. So I got a bag ready, which includes enough to keep myself fed and hydrated for three days. I also included a pistol and had considered bringing a bat just in case. Just because it looks like my basement doesn't mean it's safe. The moment of truth had come, I'm ready to try and go through this thing. I ended up grabbing the bat so I could see one more time the effects the portal had on an object. I pushed the bat through the portal and was again met with the same sensation as before. I decided the time had come and I stuck my arm in the portal. This was way more jarring than I thought it would be. What I had mistaken for the feeling of water was more like the feeling of jello. It was cold and definitely felt like my arm was soaked. I pulled my arm out and it looked like nothing had happened to it. I put on my pack, holstered my pistol, and grabbed my bat. I then stepped through the portal. It felt like my stomach had just jumped up into my chest, and I threw up as soon as I made it to the other side. Other than the stomach discomfort, I felt pretty good. I pulled out my flashlight and panned it around the basement. It looked almost identical to the one I was just in, 
I turned around to get a look at the portal and noticed that the color on the other side was different. Instead of the green shimmer my portal had, this one had a blue tint to it. Not sure why there was a difference, but I didn't think about it that much. I figured the next thing to do was to head up to the first floor to see if anything else was the same as my house. As I walked the stairs, I caught the smell of something terrible. As I turned the doorknob, the smell just got worse. I was almost gagging at this point and had to pull out a mask from my bag. I wasn't sure what I was walking into, so I packed a few construction masks, usually used for spray painting or sanding. It tapered the smell a little bit and stopped me from gagging. The smell was oppressive. The first room I'd enter after leaving the basement was the kitchen, and I think I figured out what the awful smell was. It looks like the power had been out for a while, and the food in the fridge was bad a long time ago. The fridge door was wide open, and you could see the mold all over the food that was in there. I don't think I'd ever smell anything that bad in my life. Cabinets had also been rifled through, and the place was wrecked. I closed the fridge door, hoping that it would help a little bit with the smell, but I think the damage had been done, so I moved forward to the next room. The layout of this place still matches mine, and the next room was the dining room. This was the first room with a proper sized window, and I noticed that the windows had been boarded up. This put me on high alert, and I pulled the pistol and shoved the bat in my bag. I was hoping whatever they were trying to keep out of here had stayed out. But if it hadn't, I wanted to be ready. Lucky for me, the next three rooms you can see most of them from the dining room. The next room after that dining room is the sitting room. The windows in here were boarded up as well, and this room looked like they were consolidating the majority of their medical supplies. There was a small cot in the middle of the room, and what appeared to have been bloody bandages all over the floor. Whatever had happened in here happened a long time ago, and didn't look like it ended well. The next room was the mud room, that is basically the connector for the whole house. A large wooden beam kept the front door barred closed, and the door's windows had been taped up. I then cleared the last from the first floor. This was my living room in my house. In here, this was where they kept the remainder of their supplies. Whatever happened to them, they definitely didn't starve because there was still plenty of food and water. Must have something to do with how bad the sitting room looked. Clearing the second floor was going to be much trickier. The hallways are very tight and it makes it hard to backtrack if you need to. Once you go into a room, you basically need to commit to it. So instead of thinking about it too much, I slowly crept up the stairs. I rounded the corner of the staircase and noticed that the first two rooms at the top were closed. This was good because it allowed me to be up there without having to expose myself too much. The first room to the left was my room in my house, so I was assuming this would also be the same. I tried to push the door open, but it wouldn't budge. I wasn't sure if something was in front of it or had been locked from the other side but I didn't want to make too much noise, so I just stuck my ear next to the door. I waited for a minute to see if I could hear anything on the other side, and couldn't seem to hear anything. I felt that I could move on without having too much worry about what was going on. The next door didn't look too promising either, considering that it was boarded up. Why the hell would they board up a room in this house? This place gave me so many damn questions, but didn't offer any explanations. That just left three more rooms to clear. Two of the other rooms were also boarded up, and that only left the bathroom to check. This room was wide open, 
It didn't seem like anyone had used it for quite a while. It was probably the cleanest room in the entire house, though. As I was walking out of the bathroom, I made a massive mistake, though. I knocked over a metal toilet paper holder, just like I had done a hundred times in my own house, and that's when things got bad. The doors that were boarded up must have had something behind them, because whatever was behind them was slamming on them now. I stood there in the bathroom in shock as the slamming got louder and louder. It started in one room and started happening in the remainder of the rooms that were boarded up. I decided it was time to get the hell out of there. I needed to move and move quickly. I ran down the hallway toward the staircase and ran straight into what I assumed to be an average human. It turned and I could see that its eyes had glazed over and it lunged at me. I had to kick it back to keep it away. I was worried it was going to get a hold of me. I told him to stop, but he lunged without hesitation. This time I slammed him in the face with a pistol to try to knock him out. This barely seemed to affect him at all. I tried to tell him to stop one more time, but with all the banging on the doors and his constant lunging, I panicked and fired around into his skull. I didn't even mean to shoot him in the face. I just wanted to create some distance between him and I. The shot was definitely effective, and the man fell to the floor with a thud. I ran back downstairs and could hear banging coming from the front door now. The shot must have attracted more of those things. I knew I had to get the hell out of there before they breached the house. I didn't want to have what happened to them happen to me. I ran for the basement to try and head back to my place. As I made it to the kitchen, I could hear something breaking through the front door. I turned and fired a few panic shots at the intruder. The open sight lines that I liked originally were now working against me because they knew exactly where I was going. I could see maybe half a dozen of them coming for me. I emptied the remainder of the rounds with a pistol, only managing to drop two of them. I then turned and ran for the basement stairs. I barely had time to close the basement door before one of them was slamming on it. I ran through the basement and caught sight of the blue portal. I sprinted through it hoping that they wouldn't be able to follow. I reloaded the pistol and stood at the portal waiting for them to come. It took me a while to get my breathing under control. Between the running and the fear, I was damn near hyperventilating. I waited for what seemed like an hour, but in actuality it was more like 20 minutes. If something was going to come through there, it would have come by now. I need to put something in front of this. There is no way I'm going to feel safe knowing this is down here. I'm going to need to reinforce my basement door and set up some kind of security system for this. Once all the adrenaline had worn off, I realized just how wrecked I was. I put as much as I could in front of the door to secure it and decided the nap was in the cards. Before I took a nap, I purchased a home security system off of Amazon and was looking up how to reinforce a door. I ended up sleeping for a lot longer than I intended. I listened to see if anything was in the basement and even looked through the windows from outside. It didn't look like anything had made it through. I didn't want to risk it though, so I brought the pistol with me when I went down to clear the basement. As I walked over to where the portal was, I noticed the portal color had changed. Instead of the green shimmer that I had seen before, it now looked more like a yellow. I didn't know if this made any difference, but I definitely wasn't going to be sticking my arm this time. I need to do some more research with this, and definitely get some more security going. I'm going to keep this basement locked up for now. I can just go to the laundromat to do my laundry for now. I'm scared of it, but at the same time, I find it incredibly interesting. I know that I should let someone know about this but I can't bring myself to make the call. So for now, 
I'll keep it to myself. I'm also going to need more than a pistol to deal with this thing. I'll keep you updated. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the story. Big thank you to the author for creating such an interesting and genuinely creepy experience. If you enjoyed the video, please subscribe or follow for more videos just like this one. If you'd like to support the channel, you can check out my Patreon link in the description below and know that I genuinely appreciate it. Follow me over on Twitter at podcast underscore fear or Facebook at fear the podcast. Thank you again for listening to the story, and until next time, always remember to face your fears.